Welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode 161. At least I think it is. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Good, good. Well, it's been a long few weeks. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to get down, record. Well, actually, we didn't. We delayed recording as much as we could. We didn't really have any energy left after Mm -hmm. the last few weeks because we had the the Hot Summer's Night event. Mm -hmm. Look at me getting the name right. How amazing is that? Followed by a Going Dutch event. Yes. And Double the, events. And then we've had about three days since we've come back from that. And we're a bit fucked. We are so <laughs> tired. We are a bit knackered. And it's a busy weekend coming up. You've got a Pokemon festival oh or something. Oh my God, can I just take a minute to talk about my Pokemon fast? Uh, yes, but literally a minute. No, I'm going to have half a podcast for this. No, you're not. Do it. Talk about it. I am going to a very exciting event. Look at you looking at me. Are you asleep already? I know. Okay, so I'm going to Pokemon Go Fest. All right, so this is a global event and it's held once a year. During COVID times, they had to make it virtual because they couldn't congregate in large groups in towns and parks and the like. So I missed out on Pokemon Go Fest for two years in a row. Uh, Not that I'm bitter at anything. (laughs) And So this is the first one I have attended in person. And this is the one that's in London. Yep. I'm not going to say where it is because it's um, the location is only made known to those ticket holders. Although it's probably as common knowledge you can find it. Uh, anyway, it is in London and it's going to be bloody brilliant. There's also one in Japan, I think Osaka. And there's maybe one in America. And there's obviously one in London. I, the last one escapes me, but it's nowhere near me. Maybe someone like San Diego. Anyway. This is very exciting because it's where all of the poker nerds unite and congregate in, in London. Mm-hmm. It's a three-day event. Not that I'm going for three We're days. We're not promoting this event. I'm saying how exciting and what a big deal it is, right? It's a three-day event. I'm only going on a Saturday. Okay. And you get like special things, special bonuses are unlocked, um, all sorts of like things you can do. But basically, I'm going to have seven hours of Pokemon. There we go. And I couldn't be more excited. You're very, very excited. <laughs> I bought a bag for it, bought a t-shirt. What is cracking me up is yeah. that you don't want me hanging around while Fuck you're doing this. No, you are not coming anywhere near my bloody event. Because I don't, I don't play Pokemon. No, and you will not be welcome, sir. Will, no, so you're depositing me at Secret Stag and Secret Vixen's house. Damn right I am. So that I can stay there and be entertained. I am optimising the- my experience by removing you from my experience because <laughs> you don't want any part of my little Pokemon world. I really don't. So, so bugger off you. Thank you. Uh, you know, I hope you have a, a delightful time. By the time this episode comes out, you'll already have done it and you'll be the be biggest like Pokemon, Pokemon master. master or something. I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, that's what you're really excited about. I I'm am. really excited to tell people about our Going Dutch event and how it went and a little bit about some of the information and yeah. some of the clubs. 
I did so, play Pokemon over there as well. You did play a lot of Pokemon while you were there. So firstly, <laughs> before we, we, we delve into it, I want to say a huge, huge thank you to Kate and Daryl. Of course. From the Wonderlust Swingers, because as much as this was advertised as a as the two of our podcasts combining, I think this was 120% Kate's organisation. I mean, we were there. Helps, but when we turned up. But yeah, but yeah absolutely. Everything was done uh, via the power of Kate. And she did an incredible job. There was so much that we did, so much that we saw. It was fabulous. So huge shout out to them. We can't take any of this credit whatsoever. I was going to take a bit of it. Okay, take a small amount of credit then, wife. I'm going to take like 3%. Okay, great. Perfect. But they did a fantastic <laughs> job and she especially did a great job in organising everything. Yay. So we're going to talk a little bit about the trip itself and kind of some of the stuff that we got up to. We're not going to talk about any of the rude times or any of the naughty times in this episode. No. We may talk about that at a later date. We'll sure. see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But we Is really that because they're too rude? Maybe, <laughs> maybe something like that. So, But we had rude times. We did have rude times. We're not going to talk about them now. No, not now. Right. But anyway, so we went went to Amsterdam, we flew out and the whole trip was a get there on the Friday, Friday afternoon and then leave on Monday, Monday afternoon at some point, right? Yeah. So within we had that whole weekend with, I don't know how many people, was it 14, 16 people, I think? I'm going to say 14. Okay. I'm glad your ability to count arbitrary is number arbitrary. is between 11 and 20. <laughs> I think it was 14. And it was a really, really wonderful group. Yeah. Everyone was really friendly. Everyone had amazing stories and everyone was really enthusiastic about being there and having a great time, which was awesome. Some we hadn't met before. Some we hadn't met. Some people we did. Some new friends. Some now. new friends, which was fantastic to meet them. But what I really loved is our first activity. So we, we, get off the plane and mm. immediately met by Kate and Daryl. We're, yeah. st we're staying in an Airbnb, which was lovely. They'd organised all of this. And then we went and met everybody on a boat trip. Yeah. So we, we also had, had wine. Oh, we had wine. We, some some in, wine was consumed. In between getting off the plane and going to the boat, we had some wine, <laughs> which you know, was bloody lovely as well. Well, we sort of had a little sort of pre-drink, which was which is lovely. Yeah, because we're not monsters. Oh, not monsters at all. But actually, the, the, the great bit was is that that, that chilled us down and chilled us out after having the, mm. the journey across and getting through the airport and the trains and all this mm. and, and hiking our cases across Amsterdam. Yeah. And we got to the boat and this it was this delightful little canal boat. <laughs> and we had unlimited sort of drinks in there. They were continuously topping up the drinks and we met all the people that were coming along. That was fabulous. Had some music. Had some music. Pizza. And yeah, pizza got delivered to the boat. Brilliant. That was literally a Domino's pizza. Yeah, I loved it. Side. It was great. Gluten-free for me, of course, because <laughs> I'm sad. Uh, obviously, but you were very um, defensive protective. and protective over your pizza. Two people tried to touch my pizza and I probably nearly eviscerated them. I think that's fair. Be gone. Leave my gluten-free <laughs> pizza in all its sadness because you have your own gluten pizza over there. Oh, exactly that. <laughs> and then after that, we we went out and went went for a few drinks and got to know everyone better. Yeah, nice and, little cocktail bar. And some wandering around Amsterdam. It was a really lovely evening. Yes, it really was. And I, what I really liked is that you could just chop and change and chat to different people and everyone was really relaxed and having a really good time and really open and welcoming. So I felt like it was like a really nice introduction to our group. Yes, part of the weekend. Agreed. Very late night, always. Quite a late night. Which, which may have been a slight mistake for the next day we had some travelling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, we did get lost a bit because, you know, you with me and I always get lost. Well, that, that is true. So where do we go on the second or first um, day, on official day? On the first day? day, I think we went to Rotterdam. I could be lying. That could be Sunday. We went somewhere. <laughs> 
Was mm. it not the big open market, not open market, but the big indoor market thing? Yes, yeah, so that was And the carnival. Yeah, that was Rotterdam. It was in carnival. And the, and the it was carnival. like a street carnival, Mardi Gras type thing. They have a huge parade. Mm. And it just so happens that we were there. I can only assume that Kate arranged it, this, <laughs> this parade purely for us. Well but, done, you. Well done, Kate. <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. Loads of people had dressed up and all these like bright bumblebees. colours. And there was lots of different themes and floats. And it was, was amazing. I felt jazz. so sorry was, for them because it was raining. It was tipping it little down. Little soggy little bumblebees <laughs> marching we, around. So we saw a little bit of this as we as we were sort of coming yeah. in there and then we went into this huge sort of market space, enclosed market space which was really fantastic. With Oh, it's like three or four levels and there's probably over a hundred food vendors in there I think uh, of all different things. So Every different variety of cuisine you can think of. There was a little stall in there that, that sold something like there was a Greek place and there was a, a pickled herring place. There was some frozen yogurt. There was cocktails. There were desserts. It was just so vast. You you wouldn't you wouldn't struggle to find anything that you liked. I if you wandered around enough. And I think. We, we, we had some really wonderful food there. I had a shredded duck oh, burger thing that was amazing, incredible. Wasn't it? And it was really nice just to hang around with those folks a bit more, chill out, experience some of the culture, mm. chat to different people. I, I really enjoyed that little bit of the tour. And then, of course, we, we as we came out, we walked pretty much straight into the parade yeah. and spent a good half an hour walking down the road, having a look at this. And then it was amazing. It was really colourful and bright. Yeah. And actually, it was just a really sort of nice cultural experience of the place. Mm. Beautiful. That night was our first club night. Mm -hmm. Fun for two. Fun for two, which we've been to before. Yes, we have. So fun for two, that's in, uh, I want to say Mordrecht, but please excuse my pronunciation (laughs) and and any details I've written down because they could be completely and utterly wrong. But it's not actually not that far from Amsterdam, realistically. No, not really. But there's a really handy hotel, like situated about 15 minutes drive from the club and they do like little shuttle buses backwards and forwards so it's really easy to get to isn't it yeah what I, what I like we got to the hotel and uh, again we just chilled out and had some drinks and then we played some heads up that's always uh, amusing and we were doing marvel and we were doing harry potter and all this is irrelevant really but it was just i think what i really loved about this whole trip and i'll probably bang on about it a lot was just how chilled out and how it was the right group it mm. was absolutely lovely just to chat to people yeah. have some fun have a laugh and, and that was cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And there was part. no pressure to stay with the group if you wanted to wander off for an hour and do your own thing, you could. But, you know, by and large, we all kind of met back up again quite regularly, didn't we? Yeah. So, fun for two. I mean, we've described it before on a previous podcast. We went mm. there for New Year's Eve, but it's a gigantic, sprawling place full of tiny stairs, loads of lockers there. There's like a whole wet area with a huge hot tub. Beautiful wet a, area. A tantric area. There's all sorts of themed rooms in there. Yeah, it was nice to see it not on a New Year's Eve kind of thing because I think the decor was a little bit different from what I remember anyway. It was it was all done up a little bit differently for New Year's Eve with like lots of... I don't think um, it was massively it different. It was a bit more... I think it was more themed around like some glam... Things. I think the, the New Year's Eve party was a little bit more sort of Moulin Rouge yeah, sort yeah, of thing. But to be was. fair, the place feels a little Moulin Rouge anyway. Mm. So it, I think there was just a few extras. But actually, what I really like, it wasn't absolutely jam-packed like it was on New Year's <laughs> Eve. It was still very busy. It was still busy, yeah. And there were still a lot of people in there. Mm. But actually, it was really cool because we all managed to get in. And mm-hmm. I think apart from Kate and Dowell, I don't think, I'm not sure anyone else, maybe a Dutch couple had been there before. And we all just went straight away for something to eat. 
Yeah. And that was really <laughs> funny because we were just staking out our tables. And then, for some reason, you chose to eat something that might have gluten in it. Ah, uh, I chose poorly. You did choose <laughs> well, poorly. Well, yes. And I remember the, you know, they had this like buffet type offering where you could go and help yourself to various things. And I thought I was being clever by opting for like a steak casserole, but just eating the steak in it. Turns out that was a poor choice because it, <laughs> there must have been uh, wheat in it somewhere. But it was a mild attack. I, I coped and I got over it. <laughs> it's fine. So then we were able to go around and do a bit of a tour with everybody. Yeah, that was brilliant. Which is cool because it's such a fun place because it's got all these like themed rooms. There's like a little village. Mm. There's little offshoots, little sparkly rooms. It was really cool. And I think it was really nice for everyone else to experience the club and sort of see it through their eyes as well. And also remember some of the stuff. I was actually amazed at how much I remembered despite our oh, sort of Oh yeah, I know, it all came flooding back night. to me. Um, I love the fact that it has, um, and I appreciate this, I might be leaping ahead with wild abandon to your, what's great about the club, but actually what was great about the club is the fact that the drinks are all inclusive. And so when you, you, you'll find that the bar was never particularly rammed. And I think that's because there's a steady flow of you can just get what you need rather than I better buy loads of drinks at once. Well, also, the bar were on it. They are yeah. super efficient. You'd go up and ask for six drinks and they'd be instantly there with the six yeah, drinks. Yeah, so easy. And I really like that. I also really like the fact, actually, on the on the night, you were able to, it was just like a grill going on and you could just like oh, get a yeah. big, big bit of steak, slab it on the grill, watch it for 10 minutes and off, off you go with your nice freshly grilled bit of meat, mm. which was delicious. Really and a, a really nice kind of way of leading into all of this. I think so. We we had a marvelous night there. We stayed very very late, and the shuttle bus I think picked us up at oh, four. We, yeah, like maybe ten to four. It was so <laughs> late, and there was me earlier in the evening thinking, "Man, I'm fucked already. I do not want not not from drinking, just from fatigue." And I really don't want a super late night. And I'm sure we'll wind up by two o'clock because you know why wouldn't we? No, four a.m. <laughs> of course, why wouldn't we be? <laughs> we were like one of the last to leave, I think. Um, and it was a really like, oh my God, that journey back. We were all so tired, weren't we? We we were a bit. One of the things we did, see, there was a, there is a mandatory dress down. There's a bit of music that comes on. Yeah, We've I still never, can't identify the music. We don't know which bit of music it is, but around about 11 o'clock, people get dressed down and then they come yeah. out in their underwear and their shorts and whatever. And that was absolutely fine. I think it's quite an unusual thing, but once mm. you get your head around it, it's... It's, it's I actually not a have no issue with the dress down policy. I think the the difficulty I have is if you don't get there till about 10, maybe. I mean, if you get there a bit early in the evening, great. But if you don't get there till like 10, half 10, and then dress down is kind of mandatory from around about 11-ish, you kind of feel like, oh man, <laughs> I've only been wearing my outdoor clothes for half an hour and now I've got to take them off again, which is fine. But you could get there a bit earlier, I guess, if you wanted, but... That was the only bit that I thought, oh, God, I've only just put this on. Well, one thing did surprise me a little bit, actually, having seen how dressed up people were for New Year's, yeah. New Year's Eve. And of course, that is New Year's Eve. But there was a few people sort of wandering around in T-shirts and sort of polo shirts and trainers and stuff. And whilst there weren't that many, there mm. were enough to make me think, oh, OK, they're not so hot up on the dress code. Mm. The, the information on the site mm. is, is very hot up on the dress code. but it actually, terrifies you. you. Yeah. Do not you might wear these things. <laughs> and that's the thing, because you get nervous about because you're in another country, yeah. because you you've got you've only got the clothes that you've brought with you. So if it's not right, then exactly then that. what do you do? And especially when you know, when you're going late at night, there's no nothing around that area. No. So you're stuffed. But actually they were fine, they let everybody in, it was no problem. The checking in process was great. 
Um, indeed, Kate had organised much of that, so that was really mm. cool. And um, yeah, it was it was a really lovely night. And I think what we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about the other club and then mm. maybe talk about what we liked about each and which one was our favourite cool. and then knife fight it out. Yeah. Knife fight it? Yeah, maybe. I'm a very passive individual, have you know? I don't believe that for a moment. <laughs> but anyway, so the next day we were up not super early, which was good for once. Oh, we made it down and had breakfast. Breakfast on time. And then we went to Howder, Yowder, Gouda. Howder, Howder. Howder. I'm going to say, but it was probably completely wrong. But yeah, I mean. We would say Gouda. <laughs> <laughs> but like what, cheese, but it's Howder, I think. And again, we had our own sort of little um, mini bus thing that was awesome, like yeah. brand new. That was cool. Took us there. But really, I think because we were just so fucking tired at this point <laughs> and we're, we were conscious that we had a party to go to, Another a pool party, party at 2pm yeah. in the afternoon, that we just wanted to sit down and, and caffeinate oh. and we needed to get you some food because we weren't sure about the oh, gluten-free wow. options. Oh, wow. You make me sound really, really needy. Well, I think, you know, food was certainly one of the things that cropped up on, on the trip and it was really important. One, you get fucking hangry. Oh, I know. And that distorts a lot of things for you. Yeah. But also I think there's there's a, I don't want you to be poorly. And that's why we sort of on the, the first night out, I was like, why the fuck did you eat that? Because it's I like, know. it's it's a stew thing. It had obviously has flour as a thickener in there. I know. And I think part of this journey that we've been on with your dietary needs dietary needs yeah. <laughs> has has been sort of figuring out what works and what doesn't the problem is i think after two drinks you're like hey i love that shit give me it all no 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 there's that but there's also an element of i i hate bringing attention to the fact that this thing exists and i don't want to be everyone having to work around me and trying to navigate me and i'm i just try and like fade away into the background with it and and i probably take risks i shouldn't because i don't i don't want to be that but one saying, oh, hey, there's nothing for me here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I end up making silly choices for one or or not eating at all because there's nothing like that's safe. And I don't want to feel poorly because I eat the wrong thing. So the flip side is I don't eat enough of anything else. And then, yeah, it all unravels from there. But certainly they're, they're not really <laughs> geared up for celiac diets. I'll say that. <laughs> But lo- lots of places aren't. Lots, lots of the places were. In fact, many of the restaurants and stuff were pretty good. Oh, restaurants, but, yeah. But the totally. actual clubs no. obviously aren't catering towards no, of a lot not. of dietary <laughs> Neither requirements. Neither would I expect them to. <laughs> and it, it, it's so interesting because you don't expect to go to a club and then have a sort of meal and then wander around or whatever. So it is quite a different culture to get yeah, yourself around. It is. It's fine. So after we went to Howder, yeah, we then went to a hotel and then pretty much we had like an hour to get changed. Mm. And then before we knew it, we were at Fata Morgana. Yeah. Which apparently means Mirage in Italian, but I'm not sure I believe that. Why don't you believe it? Because I read it on Google. Google speaks the truth. And not always. Anyway, so this is a club that's not that far away from Amsterdam. Yeah. It's a lot more modern, sleek. It's got... Is it a newer club? I think it's a newer club. I imagine it is. Yeah. But it certainly feels like it's been done up. It's very uh, lit in a very modern way. It's kind of got lots of lights. Yeah. It's got lots of uh, sort of feature walls, lots of really nicely decorated spaces. It's less, I, I think it's less quirky than the previous one, but it also feels a lot more sort of new and Oh, it's ultra modern compared yeah. to Fun for Two. Yeah. I mean, it's got more Ikea furniture in it than <laughs> Ikea had, to be fair. But... It, 
It's a very, very big um, open sort of communal areas, really, really big, loads of seating, like tons of seats knock, knocking around in all those areas. So we had a bit of a tour first. Well, actually, yeah. we didn't. No, we, we went didn't. and had food. We went and had food first. Not that you give a shit as to which way around it was, but, you know, for my own memory, we went and had some food. Now, there was, this was Sunday lunchtime yeah. food. And I struggled with this one because there really wasn't anything I could have. No, there was, <laughs> the, you know, it was a real difficult one for you, I think, because there yeah. just wasn't the, the selection available. It was like pastas. Brilliant. Couldn't have that. Uh, <laughs> nachos. Nope. Couldn't have those. Um, it, it was all pretty gluten-y stuff so yeah. I was like so I had some ice cream <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of, a tiny, uh, bit, and of a salad. tiny bit of salad because that's all it really was but which I think you know it certainly influenced the rest of the day it did unfortunately for me but that's that's me and if I went back again which I absolutely would love to go back again I would just make sure I take some safe food with me. Some safe food. Well, that's yeah. probably a good shout or eat before you go. But then the thing was, because this was in the afternoon, it felt really strange going mm. into a oh, really sex did. club, like in the middle of the afternoon. And we, we were there for an Ibiza style pool party, mm -hmm. but there really weren't very many people in the club. To be fair, the weather wasn't great. It was kind it wasn't of Ibiza. It was it certainly wasn't <laughs> Ibiza weather. And it was kind of intermittently sunny and then cloudy and yeah. then sunny and then spot of rain and then sunny again. Probably didn't draw the crowds in, did it? <laughs> it it wasn't super warm. I'm no. gonna put that out there. However, we get out there and there's there's a few couples out and about in this pool area because it's got a nice little yeah. pool that is not heated. Then I found out as I stripped down, got bare naked and jumped into the pool. Ah, see, babe, I knew it wasn't gonna be heated because why would it be? Well, and I was like, I am not choosing that pool. I'm going to sit here on the side <laughs> on a really nice comfy bed and remain mm, not undressed, or, but I was, I was happy in, in my area. So it, it's quite interesting <laughs> in that sort of the group that was sort of hanging around with, around with us sort of split into each partner sort of split into two sections yeah somewhere on the on the bed just staying warm yeah and me the, and secret the, vixen were we we knew 100 we were not getting in that cold pool. <laughs> <laughs> and some of us more insane people were in the pool and stayed there throughout yeah. the course of the time now one of the really cool things about this particular club is that they not only have a bar and much like fun for two you can just go up and yeah. drinks are included and that includes some cocktails in, in like price, all yeah. sorts of different drinks and stuff but you there is also a little self-service area where now, you can, was it self-service well, or was it just unmanned and you decided to go and help yourself <laughs> well i'm sure someone said that it was self-service so i i can only assume <laughs> that it was self-service i mean there was like a whole fucking apple pie that you could just help yourself to oh, what, an, an apple uh, pie yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. There was just an apple pie in there? Not in that bit, but as we as you come through, through huh. the couples area. Oh, yeah. There was Actually. like, and, and refrigerators with loads of different drinks in that you could just help yeah. yourself to. It was all really cool. Yeah. However, one of the, the, the mistakes I may have made <laughs> was, was allowing other people, <clears throat> Secret Vixen, I'm looking at you. And, but and she maybe, had some help. And Max from Max and Mabel. Yeah. Um, to go and make me a drink. So they made me a Negroni, which is my favourite drink. They, to be fair to them, they asked me in advance, we would like to make him a Negroni. Right, I said. This, this, How can this go wrong? There are three things in a Negroni and they are all equal parts of the thing. So I get back. That is it. Half a pint. Don't deviate from that and you'll be fine. Half a pint of yeah. just orange looking stuff. And to be fair, tasted fine. It uh, was very fucking strong though. 
Yeah. And the reason it was strong is because they'd done the three in, like measurements. Like I said. Like you said. And they were like, oh, it doesn't look like much of a drink. So Secret Eviction allegedly said, why don't we just top it up with gin? Good grief. Yeah. No, that's exactly what happened. So I think it's safe to say that as a result of that, I was a little bit on it throughout the course of the day and into the evening. <laughs> now, one of the things that we did know is actually that the club was going to close at 10. Now, ordinarily, yeah. they keep it going. But because it was so quiet, they mm. said, OK, at 10 o'clock, we're going to shut it down. And yes. you've got until then to in- enjoy your day. So talking about some of the, the stuff that was in there. So there was this pool, this outside pool area with loads of sunbeds, mm. the Help Yourself bar. There were a couple of little, the main area mm-hmm. was sort of like a like a little bar with disco sort of dancing mm-hmm. section with yep. seats around. What I really liked is there was a couple's area right next to it that was all glassed off. So you could get the vibe and the sort of distant sound of the Mm. disco and the music. Yeah. But actually, you could go in there and have a decent conversation. Yeah. I I liked the fact that it had, um, it wasn't pumping music and renders conversation impossible. Yeah. Now, inside there was a giant hot tub, which was lovely. Oh, that was huge. Really warm. And then a really nice bed next to it, which I thought was great. Mm. It reminded me a little bit of VA, actually, that area. Yeah, it's kind of got that. It had a very long um, kind of uh, a room that's pretty much filled by a long hot tub um, and then all the beds around it. So it really reminded me of that. Really nicely done, I thought. Yeah, really fucking hot, that area. Like, because the hot tub is very hot. Very hot. But, but as a result, all the steam is in that room. And it is kind of, it's quite overwhelming after a bit. Yeah. There's also like a sauna kind of thing in there, I think, in that sort of section. Yeah, off the side there was a sauna. I didn't go in there. It looked too hot. So there's some play areas downstairs. And there are a whole bunch of play areas upstairs as well. Oh, tons Loads of Loads of little rooms and from... The erotic playrooms. Yeah. Yeah. They're all sort of... Um, Almost most of them seem to be sort of wildlife and jungle themed, which is great because we were wearing animal print as we, we were, walked around oh yeah. and pretty much blended into everything. And uh, Secret Vixen was wearing a kind of jungly print dress. So between us, we were like, we could just camouflage like in here, <laughs> <laughs> press ourselves against the walls and no one will ever see us. So there is a dark room in there as well. I didn't like that. Holy crap. That was dark. Very, very dark. Didn't like it. <laughs> it was it was to the point where you could just blend into the walls and no one would know if you were in there at all. Yeah. And in fact, like Secret Vixen fell over a bed at one point. Yeah, apparently you punched her in the face. Well, I tried to catch her because <laughs> from the Glover watch, I could see, this is just while we were doing yeah. the tour, as she fell over, I tried to reach out and grab her. Unfortunately, I couldn't see what I was grabbing at and pretty much punched her in the face. This is why I don't like dark rooms. Yeah, that's probably one a, of the reasons of the I reason, don't like dark rooms. One of the many rooms. reasons you don't like But the rooms, rooms I thought were terrific um they had most of them are really good size i think yep. uh, there was a couple of smaller ones but you know we could probably just fit a couple of people and it'd be a bit of a squeeze um there were a couple of like much bigger rooms um but for the most part they were a double bed sized um with lots of like things on the walls like little bins and little bowls of things uh, and yeah as you say lovely decor really beautifully lit and they had like themes, like tantric um, and like Buddhas and all sorts of like lovely things um, decorating all the areas. The playrooms felt, it, it's, a, it's a little bit difficult to describe, not as, not as modern, but I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, they were more specifically designed to yeah. be more chilled out, less angular, angular and less angular. sort of um, 
like IKEA based. They were much more sort of sensual and erotic, and they had that sort of red velvet Mm. and leafy tones and all that sort of stuff. I'm waving my hands around trying to sensually Mm -hmm. caress the air, but you can't see that, gentle listener. But it was definitely a really nice vibe throughout the room, like massagey type things. And I was quite surprised to see. The style of those compared to, as you say, like the, the clean, linear sort of neon look downstairs. It was really quite different. Yeah. Yeah. But so, loads of them as well. And you just like, it was like a labyrinthian kind of like winding uh, upstairs. Just And there was so many rooms. And much like uh, Fun for Two, there were plenty of lockers, mm. plenty of secure spaces. You get a little band with a key on it. And that was cool. So actually, I really, I really like the place. Oh, I know what I really loved about the place. Was it actually, the ice cream? Was it the little ice cream stand? No, no, it wasn't. It was the fact that it was so well labelled. And because the place was so big, um, it would have been really easy to really lose your orientation as you're walking around and although they all kind of double. If I could easily use my orientation, you'd have sent me through there a few times. (laughs) Yes, well, we know how much I get lost. Yes. And I found it really helpful that on every sort of corner, there was a big sign, I mean big sign, with all of the, the sort of what's in this direction and what's back in the other direction with big arrows everywhere. And I was like, I am so reassured I'm going the wrong way now. <laughs> like, I need to follow this sign and go the other way. But I found that really helpful. The signage was was really good. In fact, actually, as you're driving into the place, you see it announces that you're coming to Fata Morgana and it says yeah. something along the lines of like sexual liberal club or something like, like this. Lifestyle club or yeah. something, yeah. And it, you must see this sign about seven times along the way, <laughs> different variants of it. So there's a, no doubt that you, where you are and, oh, yeah. and what you're going for. And, it, you know, the entrance is nice. There's a space outside mm. where, we could, where we took some pictures. They've, they've gone on to like nice X or thing. Twitter or whatever the fuck we're calling it these uh. days. But actually, it was it was a really good night. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, I did. Now, what I would say is, like, how do you compare the two? What would you? What's your favourite point of okay. of uh, fatter? For my first question is, are they similarly priced? Because I don't know. I think so. Okay, so they for the amount of money, they're roughly the same. Yeah, for the level r- of roughly bang for buck, it's about the same. Yeah, and drinks and food are included in both. Yeah. Okay, so when I first went to fatter, uh, no, fun for two. Um, I think one of the things I was most intrigued about was this concept of uh, you get full dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we experienced that in Trapeze when we went to Fort Lauderdale yeah. previously. And again, that concept was very new to me because we just don't have that over here yeah. at all. It's it's not a concept that I'm at all familiar with. And whilst it's nice to have some food before you go out, when you sort of put the two things together and go, hey, why don't we have a three-course buffet before we go and play in the playrooms? You're like, huh? <laughs> How is that going to work? <laughs> because who wants to roll around after having like loads of food? But actually, I love the concept of going out and having some dinner in a really lovely setting with everything included and you don't have to worry about finding somewhere near the venue and booking a table somewhere. It's all there. Yeah. I love that. And I really wish some of the UK clubs would adopt the same kind of level of hospitality because I think it was lovely. I think British people would abuse it. Oh, my goodness. Free drinks You're the probably bar. right. I mean... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel like I had to drink to excess because I wanted to get my money's worth for an all-inclusive ticket. I actually just felt really reassured that I didn't have to worry about bringing any money with me. I didn't have to worry about looking for anywhere to eat beforehand because yeah. everything was in the club. 
And I really like that. And it's nice to sit with the people you've gone with and have dinner with them. No, I, re- I, I did really enjoy that. And both clubs do that. I think the Fun for Two probably has the better dining yeah, setting. Yeah, I agree. I think the the Fata Morgana one is very, it feels a little bit canteen at it work. It did, I agree. <laughs> Almost like you're going to grab some lunch before you get the meeting. <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of that. And to be fair though, I mean, when we got there, there wasn't much in the way of no. food available because they hadn't put out the the evening stuff. I wonder if that's because it was the Sunday daytime and there would have been. Because there were loads of empty things, weren't there? Yeah, there was, well, there was space available for the evening ones. Through a a mysterious, unfortunate series of events, Mm. we did not have the evening meal. Sad times. I know, sad times. And I'm sure that'll come into a conversation that we'll have on the podcast (laughs) at some point or other. However... We did not experience the evening meals, but it did. It did it have labels. Like it had a bit more. It had a bit more, but whether the lunchtime ones are taken away or not, who knows? I didn't. No, no. I didn't experience. Either that. way, the setting. You're right. I think Fun for Two had the nicer dinner setting because yeah. it felt like more of an integral part of a the club. There were nice little lampshades, red lighting, um, and it was overlooking the kind of dance area. It was a really lovely little setup, I thought, in Fun for Two. I think Fun for Two has that sort of almost like a Moulin Rouge sort of yeah, Paris style. Yeah, it really does. And because you're kind of, it's, it's kind of old chic mm. in a way. And you're all sort of crammed in there. and the, But you overlook the, the disco area and you can see the sea of people. Mm. Whereas in, in Fata Morgana, actually, you, you can see the bar and you can see a little bit of the, the dance area, but not too mm. much. But it, because of the furnishings, because it's got that ultra modern mm. Um, sort of neon lights, it probably has colour changing lights or whatever, it did feel a bit like a work canteen with the lights turned down a bit. I'll be honest, when I was in Fatter, I kind of felt like I was in a John Wick movie. <laughs> when I was downstairs. There, there is that vibe of some like you burst into some sort of Russian mafia club a little night. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't feel so much like I was in John Wick movie in a fun for two. I felt more like I was in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this this is the thing between the two clubs for me. I think Fun for Two probably has a bit more charm, quirkiness. It has more lethal steps, but it's it's in an older building. Yeah. And it, and it feels a bit more well-worn, but loved. Yeah, well-loved. Yeah, <laughs> well-loved. That's how I sort of feel about it. There's, there's certainly, you know, there is a death trap around every staircase because <laughs> they are so, you know, steep and thin stairs and whatever. But actually coming over to, to see Fata Morgana and fe- feeling the sort of very modern stuff, mm. it was quite quite a difference. I like it. And if if that was our local club, I'd be fucking over the moon. Oh Don't God, get me yeah. wrong. But it was just, just uh, it just didn't feel quite as loved. I think that that's the only way I can really describe it. Um, yeah, I would agree. It didn't have, didn't have as much personality for me as Fun for Two. If I had to choose a favourite one, it'd be Fun for Two. But I, I liked the feel of, I love the little model Amsterdam village in Fun for Two, that little, sort of, it looks amazing. And I, I just like the feel of it, the ambiance. What I will say though, is actually there's, there is a lot to like about Fata Morgana. Oh, yeah. I, I keep, gotta keep referring to it. This is because I'm like, which one is which? I, I really the John liked Wick place. The, the John Wick place. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you say, it was well labelled. Mm. It was really slick. The service was as good, although there, yeah, it's great. But there weren't as many people. And I think it's really hard to give it mm. a proper evaluation 
because it was a little bit empty that day. In fact, pretty much wherever our crowd went was the busiest busiest place place, because we were probably the biggest unit in there. Yeah, I wonder what it is like uh, on a, you know, a a heaving Saturday night kind of thing. Heathens Saturday night. (laughs) You know, I I feel maybe, I don't know if that would be a better experience because there's way more people in there, but everything would feel more densely populated and that probably get my nerves actually. Um, I really, I really welcomed the fact that it had a bit of breathing space because it, especially because it was Sunday and I was tired. I think I probably welcomed that quieter experience. I think actually if it was, had it been a sunny day out there. It might have been a lot busier. It would have, it would have been busier, I would, mm, I would have thought. I would have thought so too. But it also, I think it would have been quite banging. It was due to be like a Ibiza party a DJ, DJ and the DJ yeah. didn't show up. So it was just their naff tunes that they were playing. <laughs> I was like, can I take over on Spotify? No. And I think maybe with that sort of atmosphere, as much as I hate dance music, like yeah. I cannot explain to you how much I hate, fucking hate dance music. I know you do. But at least that would have amped up the atmosphere. Mm. I think that would have, but not that the atmosphere was bad. It was just a little oh, flat gosh, because no. it was a it was bit a bit damp and a bit quiet. And mm. then it went sunny for a bit. And then we were in a pool that was like minus three degrees or whatever you it was. were in a pool well I was in a pool I was very sensible I true. stayed in the sunny bit but when it was there <laughs> on the bed <laughs> so it was perfectly lovely I think if 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 you were to go to the, the Netherlands and uh-huh. you're going to go to a club I would say that probably fun for two is the one that I'd say if if you if you if might, I could only go to one that's one I'd go to that's probably the one I'd go to but I would, if you get the chance, I would say 100% go to both. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if you did a Friday and a Saturday or if you did the pool yeah. party on the Sunday, I, I think that would be a really, really fun experience. Mm. And I think it's it's I think it's going to depend. What you would pick would depend on the style that you like. And if you like that sort of modern, very sort of sort of angular, very uh, sharp experience as, as in terms of decor and or decor, whichever one you decor. like, then then Fatal Morgana is probably mm. the one the one for you. I imagine it probably draws a slightly younger crowd, but I can't back that up at all. No, we didn't see. But fun for two, if you like it a bit more quirky, if you like the, um, it's a little bit more like I found like penthouse playrooms and that sort mm, of had that vibe, lots of it? different rooms, lots of different little mm. spaces and nooks and crannies. And it, and it felt like charming. it had charming and it had a so bit more charming. character. A bit eclectic. Yeah. It could also, I think, if, you, if, you, if you're a bit judgmental in that way, and, you know, we've all, all been a bit judgmental before, it can feel a bit worn and a bit old and a little bit tired. But I think there's a real charm to it. Mm. On the dance side, I would say it was hot as balls in there. <laughs> well, I, my I got, goodness it was hot <laughs> I got overheated on both nights I think oh I know it? but um, you could at least escape some of the heat in Fata Morgana because there were some bigger open spaces uh, where you could retreat to and find some air conditioned areas and you could also go outside um, whereas Fun for Two it was really hot and you had to really I really struggled to find like the cooler areas and especially the playroom that we ended up in was like, oh my days, I don't think I've ever been this hot in my life. I don't think we could stand <laughs> up in that playroom though, or at least certain parts of it. There was no no option to stand up. So we were all sort of like oh, no, almost... we'll have to lie down. Yeah, we're all going to have to lie down on top of each other. How terrible <laughs> for us. But, I, you know, I think both experiences were, were, oh, were really good. Oh, they were both terrific. I um, loved both the clubs. I will say that. I'm just being asked to choose a favourite. Yeah. My opinion is I 
just about prefer the, the vibe of Fun for Two, just from a personal preference of how it was laid out and the decor and just, uh, but also if you want to feel like you're in a John Wick movie, then great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you want to run around in a black suit, <laughs> I think that would be great. What I did quite like though, is that the outside in the pool area, everyone just chilled out. And I think that that really helped generate a nice sort of atmosphere. It was pretty sexy though, actually. A lot of people just like getting it on. Yeah, and that was and that was really nice to watch while my balls were literally freezing <laughs> off me. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's quite nice when things like that are just so normalised that you could actually just talk to the people that are just randomly having sex at the same time as having a conversation with you. But oh, hey, yeah, you're from the UK. This is interesting. <laughs> 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 like casually thrusting away next to you. <laughs> what was cool though? We met some listeners there. Oh, yes, we did. That was amazing. Absolutely. Hello, folks. How you doing? Uh, there we go. It, we might listen to this episode. They might do. They might not do. Who knows? Hmm. But anyway, it was lovely to meet you. It was. Absolutely. You know who you are. Eh, covered loads of bases in that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, at the end of the, you know, we went to the two club on, on the Monday. Mm. It was very much a recoup and sort of. Yeah get ourselves into Amsterdam Central. We managed to sit down and you managed to have a pancake, <gasps> a gluten-free gluten pancake. But oh my, my face when, when she said we can make a gluten-free one, I must've looked so happy. <laughs> you did. Because I was up to that point, I was really getting like, oh no, it's me again with my, my, my special diets and not knowing where to go. Um, but we went in and they, yeah, we can make you a gluten-free one. Perfect. Happy days. There we go. Rounded off. So happy with that. The weekend perfectly. It was lovely. So I had an amazing weekend. I really did. It was just what I needed. Honestly, I think because we've spoken before about some of the stuff that's been going on at home. And, and that's and, still going on. And that's so. still going on. And we're still struggling through every day. And we were very fortunate in that we were able to to go away for a few days. But it was also very needed. But I think the difficulty with that is, is that when you do that and... And you're living in that high emotional state. I think it's really difficult to relax and to make the most mm. of things and to get your head in the right space. And we've continued to find that. Mm. And, it's, and it's a challenge. And I, I honestly think, you know, had had we not had that stuff going on, yeah. I think we'd have made even more of that weekend. Oh, I agree. But my, I, you're absolutely right. It took me probably a full day to kind of get my, to get my head around the fact that I'd, actually stepped away from all the things and I was allowed to have a break. And I think that's really important, you know, for anyone going through something similar, then I think, you know, if you don't look after yourself and how are you going to look after anyone else, you need to have some respite and you need to just give yourself some downtime. And I think given that I'm in a relative state of it's, everything's fairly stable at the moment and there's a bit of a lull in, in, things I thought right I'm safe to step away for a few days and just take some much needed rest not that it was restful no, no. but it was it was, uh, it was a much your... needed change of scenery I think I think that's that's the truth and spending of some time with some very dear friends and some new friends yeah and just in another country altogether probably did me good I absolutely agree. I think it's difficult because it's always in the back of your mind so it's of really course. hard to relax and I think you know, let's be honest, we had a couple of moments that weren't super easy. And I think the the background of how emotional we've been feeling yeah. because of the situation at home did not make us great respondees to that stuff. Perhaps. Mm. But equally, you know, I think overall it was a, an amazing weekend. And, you know, I, I, again, I want to shout out super thanks to Kate for that woman has 
fucking incredible organisational yeah, skills. I thought you called her Cake then. Cake. No, Kate. <laughs> Eight. Although you have got some street waffles. Uh, I do. The, the reason you said cake, I think, is because we just watched Beard Moots food. Eating with, cake. With the cake, which is what cake Kate challenge. actually mentioned to us. I know. There we go. We're bringing it full round, full this circle. So but anyway, matter. if you get the chance to go to one of her events or one of our events, please or do. Or watch Beard Moots food. Or, yeah, all that. She did a great job. Well done, Kate. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, also the guests were fantastic. They absolutely were a delight. Some of them are our closest friends and some of them are, are, are now absolutely friends to us, which yeah. has been a, a wonderful success really as far as I'm concerned. I had a good time. Yeah, I do I too. I think they did. But I think they did too. I hope we did. So who knows what the next thing is going to be that we're going to organise? Who knows what we're going to be involved with? Because I don't. But at certain points, I'm sure we'll we figure it out. We will do something fabulous. I'm sure it will be. It will be fabulous. But we'll get to that when we come to it. I so, obviously want to hold my... Balls? <laughs> no, not after that comment, no. <laughs> no, I want to do my, 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 the thing that I can't remember if I said before. No, my, you, my... you've not mentioned it on the show. We can't talk about it uh, yet. Fine, I won't then. Secret, top secret. Sorry, yes, listeners. Yes, I'll keep it a secret. Apologies. Fine. But she's teasing you I once did, more. I did, I did tease you then, didn't I? Flirting with you, tipping it around her tongue. However, like what is not a secret is in, I think it's 34 days, it's my birthday. There we go. That's, That's happening. That's not a secret. That's not, well, the fact that it's your birthday, you've mentioned being exactly. 50 enough times. Uh, um, quintastic. Quintastic. Okay. I'm not referring to 50. Okay. Quintastic. <laughs> or quimtastic. Hey. <laughs> quintastic. All right then. Well, do you want to do your thing then? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for hopping into our bed. While we were, so when we got back in this country, we had a look at Fab. Oh my goodness. And then we found the Fab forums. Why do you do this to yourself? Well, I made the mistake of looking. Um, is this you being uh, condescending and patronising about each other? This is me being condescending and patronising apparently to you. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> oh, wait, you can't. You have to leave it open the whole time. Yeah. So <laughs> some absolute dickwad slated the way that I smile, my open mouth painted in smile. It's because I look weird when I smile with my like teeth together. It looks strange. I look like fantastic Mr. Fox smiling at the wolf or whatever it is. <laughs> that's. I just look like a fucking idiot. Well, that's just the way you smile. Yeah. Apparently I'm very condescending towards you. Like I say, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> I don't know. Are you? I don't feel like I am. I feel like we have banter. You're just gaslighting me again. <laughs> am I? Really? <laughs> so, yeah. So, we had that. That was a nice, fun surprise when we got back. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I if don't know why you read the shit. Well, I don't know. It's difficult. And I think that, that I don't mind criticism, genuinely. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone, Everyone's allowed to have an yeah. opinion. But calling me a prick, probably not. The oh, that's, nice, that's just personal. That's and just offensive. personal. And the face thing, that's a bit personal. That means your face. And being condescending. I like sitting I mean, on it. Well, good. I'm glad that you do. <laughs> just so I can cover up your mouth. <laughs> free, free beard rides. Exactly. You know, I'm still smiling underneath all of that. But yeah, I and it's one of those things that drives me mad. And I, I know that many of our sort of podcasting brethren and content people get a lot of stick online. And it's mm. one of the absolute horrible downsides. And, you know, I kind of think, well, I don't mind a bit of criticism as long as it's relevant and presented in the right way. And and I don't, honestly, I don't want to be everyone's cup of tea. 
I don't want everyone to listen to the show because not everyone's for me. No, I completely and agree. And I get that. But being a prick about it is an absolute dick move. So that was annoying. I anyway. mean, I've, I've had some, um, you know, some criticism directed at me because of my inability to not glare at people and turn them to stones. <laughs> there we go. Well, well, what really made me laugh is that, um, so we, we put this in our Discord and Lord Voldemort, bless him, came along and said, don't they know how many selfies you had to take in order to perfect 74, that look? 74,000. <laughs> and I did I did some checking about how many... Um, oh my goodness, how many is it? Oh, it's, it's like 6,000 camera <laughs> facing pictures. They could be selfies of us, of me and the dog. They could be just me using the front facing camera. <laughs> but there's a lot of pictures on there, at least... One third of that's got to be just selfies. Probably. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I might start my only spams later on. <laughs> just spam in my spams. face. Yeah. You get a free <laughs> open mouth smile with me looking like a Muppet slash Fraggle. <laughs> All it costs is five ninety nine a month. Yours truly. So, yeah, we'll do that soon, right? 